God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. May you build a ladder up to the stars and climb on every rung. May you stay forever young. Forever young. to be righteous, may you grow up to be true, may you always know the truth and see the light surrounding you, may you always be courageous, may you grow up to be strong, may you stay forever young. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Michael Showalter, and it is my honor to serve as your representative to Unity's Board of Trustees. I'd like to welcome our live streaming audience. You know, each week, Unity Minneapolis gives us the opportunity to live our mission, and that namely is to inspire and empower full expression of the divine within you through prayer, education, and service. Here's a few examples of what's available to continue that mission at Unity in the coming little while. This Tuesday evening is the next meeting of the Unity's men's group. All men are welcome to join and create connections, experience the company of good men, and nourish your spiritual life. 
This Wednesday at 6.30 is our Thanks Living Communion service. Communion service. Childhood care is provided. Okay? Please bring your favorite soup or bread. We'll share a simple supper together in Friendship Hall after the service, and I look forward to seeing you there. Next, After Thanksgiving kicks off a whole new series of classes and workshops. So beginning the week of November 28th, there's two options for the book group of the Four Agreements. So in-person Thursday mornings with Reverend Pat, or on Zoom Tuesday evenings with Karen Ani. Next, Reverend Tony is joined by guests for a celebration of the season of light. So that's Wednesday evenings and includes a winter solstice service on December 21st. Elementary children are invited for the winter arts and craft class on Thursday afternoons in December at 4.30. Former YOUer Brianna Kerwin Dooley is leading the fun. Wendy Brown Bays leads a mindfulness workshop, The Gift of Presence. That's on Friday, December 2nd. And the Women of Unity meet on December 3rd for Christmas card making. Stop in the garden court after the service uh, for card making kit and instructions. Okay, finally, mark your calendars for our annual remembrance service. So this is Monday, December 5th. This is a time when we hold loved ones close in our heart. Annual remember service on December 5th. One more week, just a friendly reminder, one more week to drop off your unwrapped gifts for PRISM's holiday toy shop. Add some magic to over a thousand children who are served by PRISM. Our gift tree is up in the garden court. We invite you to grab a gift suggestion card. And then finally, I'd like to acknowledge, speaking of forever young, that the flowers today are in recognition of Reverend Pat's upcoming birthday this Tuesday. <laughs> There's a lot more information on these and other upcoming events on the Unity website, in the bulletin, on the Facebook page, in the insert, or in our electronic weekly newsletters, Peak of the Week, or Happening at Unity. So now, if you find this idea agreeable, please sit back, still your mind, set an intention, that for the remainder of this service, you will be here and be now. Let's begin our service with prayer led by Reverend Pat. So join me in our opening prayer. Sweet Holy Spirit within, we are grateful. Grateful that we are indeed ageless. That we are indeed forever young. Grateful for life itself and the opportunity to express that life fully today. To step into this new day and to proclaim that it is indeed good. We're grateful for the opportunity to be here, to know this divine presence within today as peace, peace, to know this presence within as health and wholeness and well-being, to know this presence within as light and wisdom and guidance, and to know this presence within as joy and gratitude and thanks living. So it's great joy and appreciation that together we say, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. And yet again, thank you, God. Let's applaud this day, okay? <laughs> I invite you to please stand for our opening song. Gratitude before me, gratitude behind me, 
Gratitude to the left of me. Gratitude to the right of me. Gratitude above me. Gratitude below me. Gratitude within me. Gratitude all around me. I'm so grateful. 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 Let's sing it again. Gratitude before me. Gratitude behind me. Gratitude to the left of me. Gratitude to the right of me. Gratitude above me. Gratitude below me. Gratitude within me. Gratitude all around me. I'm so grateful. 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 I'm so sing. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful every day. I'm so grateful in every way. Let me say, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, I'm so grateful. Thank you and please be seated. Welcome. We're glad you're with us today. Aren't you glad you're here? Wow. And we welcome those that are live streaming with us today. We're grateful that you are with us today. We invite you to be in our sanctuary anytime you can. We appreciate you. You know, unity is that open and welcoming, inclusive community. And therefore, one of our favorite things to do here each and every Sunday morning is to acknowledge our guest. So today, my dear friends, we invite you to allow us to do that. So if you're new or you feel like you're new today, we invite you to just take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. Courage, 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 courage. We've got courage out there. It's good to have you here. Welcome. It's good to have you here. Keep your hands up, please, until our ushers get to you. Keep your hands up, please, until our ushers get to you. That packet of information you're receiving tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. There's a card in that packet. If you turn that into our book desk, we have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that personal one-on-one welcome. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things that's said on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this, and that is, my dear friends, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you, we bless you, and we behold that living presence of the divine within you. We also welcome our guests that are live streaming with us today for the first time. We extend to you a very personal welcome as well. There's a link there if you choose to fill out that contact card. Someone from Unity Minneapolis will reach out to you and make that one-on-one connection. My dear friends, let's appreciate these guests, okay? Now let's affirm together our mission, which is found in your order of service, together. We are a vibrant, inclusive, prosperous spiritual community, inspiring and empowering full expression of the divine within 
through prayer, education, and service, and our affirmation for this month. Together, I am alive in the energy of gratitude. Together again, I am alive in the energy of gratitude. Thank you, God. The reading of our daily word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity where they're prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today, Sunday, November 20th, 2022, is grace. We affirm, grace blesses my life in every way. If I'm feeling overwhelmed or find myself in the midst of conflict, I don't need to struggle. Grace, the ceaseless activity of divine love, is mine to claim. This infinite resource of spirit carries me through even the most challenging circumstances. It is expressing in my life right now. I need not earn grace. It is never withheld. Just as water flows when I turn the tap, saying yes to grace is all I have to do for divine love, life, wisdom, and strength to flow freely to every part of my life. Centered in grace, I am at peace. My thinking is clear, and I possess ample understanding, compassion, and insight. Drawing from this divine gift, I bring harmony and joy to my relationships. I move forward with renewed confidence, energy, and efficiency. And from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. The word for today is grace. the face of God I hold you in my heart you are a part of me you are the face of God you are the face of God I hold you in my heart are a part of me. You are the face of God. You are the face of God. I hold you in my heart. You are a part of me. You are the face of God.
as we move into a time of quiet reflection, I invite you to take some deep, full breaths and sink into your heart space. Allow the chair you are sitting in to fully support you. Center in and gently release and let go of any thoughts or things or feelings that inhibit you from simply being still and at peace. Centering into grace, I am at peace. Breathe in gratitude, exhale joy. Release and relax any tension in your body. Quiet your thoughts and mind. Take another couple of deep breaths. Let go and completely surrender to being present to this now moment. Find the stillness within. Breathe in gratitude. Exhale joy. I invite you to call to your mind's eye some of the things in your life that you deeply appreciate and are most grateful for. Specifically, begin to picture the faces of your loved ones, even those who have transitioned. As you consider each one at a time, see them eye to eye, observe their smile, feel their presence, silently appreciate, bless and thank each one of them, breathe in gratitude, exhale joy. Next visualize the places in nature where you feel the most at peace and grateful. Be that in a field, a forest at the ocean, a beautiful sunset or moonrise. Wherever your special place in nature, imagine that now. What do you see? What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you smell? Feel the wonder and magnificence of such natural beauty. Silently appreciate, bless, and thank that which you know as beautiful. Breathe in gratitude. Exhale, joy. Bring into your imagination some of the other aspects of your life that you are grateful for. Maybe your physical health and mobility, your five senses, this spiritual community, work that you love, your artistic expression, your home. Silently appreciate and bless 
what you sometimes may take entirely for granted. Feel the feelings of gratitude and allow them to expand even further simply by focusing on what you're grateful for. Breathing gratitude, exhale joy. We now take a few moments and rest in these expanding feelings of appreciation and gratitude in the quiet and in the silence. I invite you to gently return to this time and place, bringing with you a greater sense of thanksgiving and appreciation, along with a clear commitment to fully express this appreciation and gratitude in your daily life. It's is said that the most perfect and simple prayer is, thank you, God. Silently affirm with me three times, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God. And so it is. I've got a roof over my head I've got a warm place to sleep Some nights I lie awake counting gifts Instead of counting sheep I've got a heart that can hold love I've got a mind that can think There may be times when I lose the light And let my spirits sing but I can't stay depressed When I remember how I'm blessed 
grateful, grateful, truly grateful I am. Grateful, grateful, truly blessed and duly grateful. In a city of strangers I have a family of friends No matter what rocks and brambles fill the way I know they will stay until the end I feel a hand holding my It's not a hand you can see But on the road to the promised land This hand will shepherd me Through delight and despair Holding tight and always Grateful I am. Grateful, grateful, truly blessed and duly grateful. It's not that I don't want a lot or hope for more or dream for more. But giving thanks for all I've got Makes me so much happier than keeping score In a world that can bring pain I will still take a chance For I believe that whatever the terrain our feet can learn to dance Whatever stone life may sling We can moan or we can sing Grateful, grateful Truly grateful I am Grateful, grateful, truly blessed and duly grateful. Truly blessed and duly grateful. Thank you, Dan Stauffer. I appreciate the gifts that you bring here. <laughs> I appreciate the gifts that you bring here and also who you are. 
and the character that you are and what you, how you show up in the world. And I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Dane Stalker. Thank you. Yes, oh my goodness. Well, this past Friday, someone gathered, won't call any names, but someone gathered and they celebrated a birthday. It was a speed limit birthday. And I give thanks for birthdays, don't you? I'll take birthdays any day of the week as opposed to the alternative. I really will. And this was an important birthday to me. It was one of those um, milestone speed limit birthdays. And one of the... um, One of the gifts that I received was jokes your minister can tell. (laughs) Don't you love it? Jokes your minister can tell. And so I I could hardly wait. I didn't think it was appropriate to do it at lunch, and so I could hardly wait to get home and and see if there was some in there that was new. And sure enough, there was some that was new. And so I thought I would try a couple out on you this morning. And if you don't, if you don't... (laughs) Oh, those of you that are streaming, hold me in your thoughts and prayers, please. Okay. Old Deacon Roberts had been a faithful Christian and was in the hospital near death, and the family called their pastor to stand with them, and as the pastor stood next to the bed, Deacon Roberts' condition appeared to, oh, please, 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 appeared to de- deteriorate, and he, he emotioned frantically for something to write on. And the pastor lovingly handed him a pen and a piece of paper, and Deacon Roberts used his last bit of energy to scribble a note. And then he died. And the pastor thought it best not to look at the note at that time. Smart pastor. So he placed it in his jacket pocket. And at the funeral, as he was finishing the message, he realized that he was wearing the same jacket that he was wearing when old Fred died. He said, you know, Deacon Roberts handed me a note just before he died, and I haven't looked at it. But knowing Fred, I'm sure there's a word of inspiration there for us all. He opened the note, and it read, you're standing on my oxygen tube. (laughs) So not appropriate, Pat. So not appropriate. Um... And then this one was not in the book, either one of my books up here, but it says, while shopping at a food store, two nuns happened to pass by the beer cooler, and one nun said to the other, wouldn't a nice cool beer or two taste wonderful on a hot summer afternoon? And the second nun answered, indeed it would, sister, but I wouldn't feel comfortable buying a beer as I'm certain that would cause a scene at the checkout counter. I can handle that without a problem, she replied as she picked up the six-pack and headed for the checkout. The cashier had a surprised look on his face when the two nuns arrived with a six-pack of beer. We use beer for washing our hair, the nun said. It's a shampoo of sorts, if you will. Well, without blinking an eye, the cashier reached under the counter pulled out a package of pretzel sticks, placed them in the bag with the beer. He then looked at the nun straight in the eye, and he smiled. The curlers are on the house. (laughs) Okay. You know, I don't know about you, but... 
First of all, let me just say, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, but it has not always been that case, okay? But Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, and one of the reasons it's one of my favorite holidays is I don't consider it a religious holiday. You know, I really, it's not a religious holiday. It's a holiday, a holiday of Thanksgiving. And also, for me, it's close to my birthday. And also, for me, uh, sometimes it falls on my birthday. I know there are other people in the room that have birthdays today, but we won't call any names, Michael, Showalter. We want it all, but we'll call you all. But, wow. But needless to say, I have a confession to make. I am not always thankful. It was really hard for me to be thankful sometimes growing up in the conditions in which I grew up in. It was a challenge sometimes to be thankful when you said, you know, be thankful that you've got holes in your pants. You've got pants, you know? Or be thankful for those things that you needed in school that you didn't necessarily have. And so it was hard for me sometimes to step into that attitude of gratitude and that gratitude, especially growing up around the holiday season. When you didn't get what you wanted that you just knew Santa Claus was going to bring you, it was not always easy to be thankful. And it was only coming into a teaching such as this later in my life where I got some new insights about being thankful, about being thankful. And one of those, obviously, one of those insights that I received coming into a teaching like this was the scriptural insight from Thessalonians. You've, been, you've heard me preach on this almost every Thanksgiving. And that is, it does not say, for all things give thanks. Have you noticed that, those of you that are Bible scholars? It does not say that. I don't know what I heard. I'm sure that the ministers I grew up with probably teached it the correct way. I just didn't hear it that way. What I heard was, for all things give thanks. And it's not easy to give thanks for all things. It's not easy to give thanks when someone you love dies. It's not easy to give thanks when you do not get the health that you want to express in your life. It's not easy to give thanks when you receive a cancer diagnosis. And yet we are told that in all things, give thanks. Thessalonians, Paul to his letter to Thessalonians. Now why is that important for me to acknowledge that that I'm a spiritual being having this human experience, and yet I'm governed by spiritual law. And so when I receive these things in my own life, it's important for me to feel everything that I feel. Do you agree with that? Yeah. And so often what happens is I want to rush through the feelings and not feel. I know the law. I know the law that thoughts held in mind with feelings produce after their kind, right? Don't we know that? And so I know that when I'm in my pity party, and I know that when I'm wallowing around, that the feelings along with my thoughts 
are continuing to create those things in my life that I do not want to create or that I no longer want to experience in my life. And yet here I go, trying to force myself out of my feelings. Has anyone been there other than me? Yes, you have. And then if we're not careful, we can use these spiritual principles that are so beautiful in our life to just beat the heck out of ourselves. I should be beyond this. What do you mean I'm still grieving? What do you mean I'm still sad? I should be should. There goes those shoulds. I could be beyond this. Only again after learning that it takes what it takes what it takes. For me, dear friends, to move beyond the feelings in God's time, not my time. And yet there's something that I can do. Don't you agree with that? Don't you agree that you realize where you are? You realize these feelings are going on. You realize that you want to change these feelings because you want to create a new reality. You want to change these things in your life. And so you go back and you say, okay, what principles can I use? What things can I use in my life? Prayer, obviously. To affirm and know the truth, even when you don't feel it. To still affirm it and know that truth. To connect with a friend and have a conversation. And let them hold that, as we would say in unity, let them hold that high watch for us. Let them hold us in prayer when we cannot hold it for ourselves. That's an important aspect of it as well. But we have to do what it takes, what it takes to get there. And we don't have to judge ourselves about being there. And we can be easy and gentle on ourselves. When we're experiencing these feelings that we know without a doubt are creative in our life. So Thanksgiving for me, sure, it's about gratitude. But Thanksgiving for me in so many ways is knowing that regardless of what I'm experiencing in my life, this too will pass. That this, not that as my mother, I know she rests in peace, she'll say nothing comes to stay. It comes to pass. And that these feelings will pass. And that this will pass. And thanksgiving for me is having someone like you to hug me and hold me and say, I'm here for you, Reverend Pat, just as you are here for me. And this is what community is about on Thanksgiving. It's about looking out of here and acknowledging those wonderful things that we are thankful for in this very moment on a beautiful, beautiful, snowy Minnesota day. Not too snowy, thank God, but a snowy day. It's about acknowledging those things that we're certainly thankful for. And it's about accepting those things where we are right now. Accepting them where they are. 
and know that they will pass and know that we have a community that we have drawn together by right of consciousness to hold each other, not only in prayer and sometimes physically, to hold it until we can know the truth for ourselves, until we can know it for ourselves. So in all things, give thanks. Not for all things. And that we know without a doubt. And again, I learned this after coming into unity. That gratitude, my dear friends, I always felt that gratitude had to do with an effect. That I had to see it. I had to see it in order to appreciate it. It had to be manifested right here in front of me. I had to touch it. I had to feel it. I had to see it in order to appreciate it. No, not at all. Not at all. We, my dear friends, we get to stir up the gifts of gratitude that is within us. We get to stir that up. Sometimes we just do that by gently and lovingly closing our eyes. Closing our eyes and beginning to feel the feelings that come through us and allow those feelings to pass through us. And some, if they linger, be thankful for them. Speak to them. Ask, what, is, what are they to teach me? What are these feelings to teach me? But we cannot rush through them as much as we want to rush through them sometimes because guess what? They come back. And these feelings, I believe, with all my heart, they come forward for us to heal, for us to allow these feelings to heal. Wow. So, many of you participated in a book group, and Reverend Tony's going to address that in a few minutes, but many of you have participated in the book group, The Way of Gratitude, by Galen Gretchen. Send me emails, Gretchen, Gretchen. Anyway, it's a way of gratitude. It's a new spirituality for today. I was not able to facilitate a group this time, and I missed you. I missed you in these groups. But I read the book, and I must tell you, it is an awesome book. It is an awesome book for me to stand here and recommend to you because it is powerful. Let me tell you one of the things that he says, this particular author says, that I'm so in agreement with. He says, if spirituality is the practice of opening ourselves to everyone and everything else, then gratitude is the leading indicator of our spiritual progress. Gratitude is the indicator of our spiritual progress. Gratitude is the hallmark of people who practice radical openness to life. People who live with gratitude are happier and healthier than those who don't. Don't we know that? We've been coming to unity long enough. Scientific studies have been shown left and right. Those of us that live with gratitude and stir up that gratitude within us, we have a different opinion about life, we see life differently, and we are healthier human beings. Having we are healthier spiritual beings, too, having this human experience. Absolutely. But this particular author, he says that there are hallmarks 
of gratitude. And I never heard hallmarks of gratitude uh, uh, given as um, referred to before. But he says that the hallmarks of gratitude is gratitude connects everything. Have you noticed that when we're in gratitude? When I'm in gratitude, it's easier for me to know my oneness with you. It's easier for me to know whatever you're going through is what I'm going through. Gratitude number two, it emphasizes relationships. When I'm in that gratitude for life itself, not necessarily for things, which is important, but for life itself, when I'm in gratitude, I know when I see that panhandler on the corner, I know that I am not my brother's keeper, that I am my brother. I know without a doubt when I see that person have wanting a handout, that that person is me and I am, I am he. And that we are one. And it's so easy at that point to reach out and to give. Because I'm giving to myself. Just as you give to yourself. Gratitude takes responsibility. Our goal in gratitude is to make the best of every moment. Live each and every day to the fullest. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. As Henry James once put it, live all you can. It's a mistake not to. Life is a gift and live it to the fullest. Do you do that? I know you do. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. This is the kind of teaching we are. That you step into life and you live it to the fullest. You don't waste a moment. Or at least if you do, you're aware you're doing it. Because you're consciously aware. You're living in awareness. Gratitude creates beauty. We celebrate the beauty that lingers still and we give increased value to the beauty we seek to restore. We have a decor team here that really appreciates beauty. And I'm so grateful for them. I am so grateful for the beauty that not only... The beauty that lingers from the past, the beauty they create in the present moment, and the beauty that they will continue to create. Gratitude creates beauty. Gratitude maximizes dignity. Each of us has a crucial role to play no matter who or where we are. In gratitude for the freedom and capabilities we have been given, we should do whatever we can to maximize human dignity one person at a time. We've got these fabulous gifts, each and every one of you. And thank you, God, you don't have mine and I don't have yours. Wouldn't it be a boring world if we had all the same gifts? But you've got unique gifts and you maximize those gifts. And gratitude seeks possibility. What could be better? To be able to live another moment, even another day, is a gift beyond measure. As we live in gratitude for this gift, we open our arms wide to the possibilities that lie before us. Gratitude is about possibilities. So let's go back to those things when we're not so 
feeling so grateful. We're not feeling thankful. We're not feeling and understanding what's going on in the world. Then as one of my teachers used to say, my first unity teacher, she would say, Pat, when you are like that, you grab the highest truth you know. The highest truth you know, you grab it. And I was new at that time. And I said, the highest truth I know is there's only one presence and one power. God, the good, omnipotent. My friend, regardless of what you're facing in your life today, regardless of whether you're feeling grateful or not, you remember that truth. There's one presence and there's one power, and that's good. God, the good, omnipotent. And it begins to change everything. It begins to change how you see things and how you think about things. And of course, Myrtle Fillmore clearly says, we want to change how we feel, we sing a little tune. We sing a little tune, and you guys are really great at that with our music department. We sing that little tune, and we begin to see things differently. We want to change how we feel about something gradually, lovingly, gently. We whistle a tune, we sing a tune, we have a cup of coffee with a friend, and we allow them to say, I love you. You've got this. You've got this. So one of the things I love about Gratitude Sunday is we get to express our gratitude. And we can express those gratitudes in so many different ways. You know, we'll, hopefully we'll do that aloud today. We're going to invite you to stand. We call it, Mary Welch taught me this. It's called popcorn. You pop up one at the time. And so we're going to pop up. And this, this thing that you really appreciate about something or you're grateful for. It may be something in the external world. It may be something in the internal world. Because you live between these two worlds. You got that, right? You got that. You live between these two worlds. You live between that external world and this internal world. And there are things in both of them that you are appreciative of. So, who would like to... Uh, we have a Lori Dockin, of all people, we appreciate you running the mic today. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. So if, if you don't pop up, never mind. I'm not going there. Okay, so let's pop up. Who would like to begin sharing? What are you grateful for this morning? Just shout it out. Well, let's, let's, someone, let's shout it in the mic so our people can hear it. Smiles and hugs. Melissa, stand up when you do that so we can hear you too. Thank Smiles you. Smiles and hugs. And then introduce yourself. John. I'm grateful for the church and for all the people here that have been friends for me and the ones that didn't. So I'm very happy here. <laughs> we love you, John. We're glad you're with us. Someone else. John, introduce yourself. Joan Bittner. <clears throat> I'm grateful for community. And fam that is family. And I <clears throat> just moved into a new community, and I see all those new members every day, and I see this community uh, every week, so that's all great. And I have a community of my family, too, that I don't see as often, but that's all good, too. Thank you, Joan. Thank you. Someone else. 
Gretchen. Gretchen Stein, I am so grateful for life-transforming messages we get every week here. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings. Blessings, sweetheart. Thank you. Someone else. <laughs> Abba Nelson, I am grateful for everything that I get from the prayer chaplain program. Praise God. Hallelujah. Someone else. Reverend Jeanette, and I'm grateful for all the people I love. Thank you, Reverend Jeanette. Someone else. Tori Showalter, I feel like this is very appropriate. I'm grateful for Lori Dawkin and her fabulous music program. Yes. And also, thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, I want to, those of you that are streaming with us, we invite you to put what you're grateful for in the chat. And hopefully they're already doing that, Jay, but if you put it in the chat, what you're grateful for. Someone else. I'm Jason Searcy. I'm uh, very grateful that the Vikings are eight and one. <laughs> Nine and one after today. Jason, I'm grateful you got married. Okay, so. I'm Darlene Erickson, and I am grateful for the gentleman back in 1975 who said, oh, you meditate. I know a church. You should go to this one. That was my first introduction to unity, and will continue to be. Thank you, thank you. Hello, I'm Scott Pomeroy, and I am grateful for my buddy Dave right here, who I've known since the first grade. And just last night, we were sharing a wonderful memory of how at my second grade birthday party, we went to see the Beatles' Hard Day's Night film. And we we love reliving that memory. Someone else. Sure, Reverend. I'm grateful for my puppies. Yeah. And for uh, Unity Minneapolis. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you. Yes, Diane. I'm Diane, and I'm very grateful for having my husband, Earl, for 30 years before he passed away. Praise God. Thank you, Diane. Hi, I'm Natalie, and I am very, very grateful for Restored Health. I have, I just finished my last treatment um, at Mayo Clinic for bladder cancer, which I have been eliminating since 2009, and my myomarker is March of 2023. So I am God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Grateful. I am so grateful for Unity Teachings, for Unity Minneapolis, for Reverend Pat and Reverend Tony and Reverend Ken and all the people who keep this place going for us. And for each and every one of you who are my friends along the journey. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Bravo. Yes, someone else. My name is Cynthia, and I'm grateful for my mother moving here to Minnesota from Oregon, and that she comes to church with me every Sunday. She does. <laughs> she does. Yay. Over here? 
I'm Andrea, and I'm extremely grateful for my children and my grandchildren who are all healthy and well. Yes, yes. Well, obviously, I'm grateful for this church, but I'm also grateful for all the classes. Oh, I'm, I'm Pam, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm also grateful for all the classes that are offered. And um, I love what I'm learning, but I also love meeting new people and making new acquaintances. And I don't think that we'd have such a community if we didn't have the classes. So thanks, everybody, for partaking. Well done. Thank you. Let's take a couple of more. <laughs> Good job, Lori. <laughs> to the gym we go. My name is Adam Glatzel. Um, everything on the list that I wrote I'm grateful for, but two things in particular. One would be the house that my girlfriend and I re recently acquired. Um, and then internally it would be how God works in my life to works with me to facilitate healing. Really appreciate that. Bravo, bravo. Someone else, okay. yes. I'm Jane, and I'm grateful that my sister-in-law, Sue, has moved to Minnesota and is bringing our family together in new ways and loving ways. And also, I'm grateful that I was a teacher at the elementary school Dane Stoffer attended as a little boy. <laughs> and you, he was not my student, but it's really great to see how you show up in the world later. So. Thank you, Dane Stoffer. Thank you. Thank you. And Marcia online says, I'm grateful for her health. And uh, Melissa is grateful for the, uh, for the live stream. And we're grateful you're with us in live streaming. And Delaney is grateful for children and grandchildren as well. So others in the sanctuary here. I'm Tracy, and I want to say that I'm grateful for um, the book groups and the groups that happen because I see friends, new friends here today because of their current, the recent book group. Great, great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, Laurie, thank you for being our runner today. We appreciate that. You want to say what you're one. grateful for? I have one. I just said sure. because I see our friend Catherine here. And I'm grateful that she is safe and fine back from Florida. She moved there the next month. Ian went through, and she was okay. Her house is gone. But she came back to her house here, and she's good. I'm grateful. Bravo, bravo. So this is your assignment if you choose to accept it. This might have been in your order. This is outside, or you might have gotten one when you came in. This is your gratitude list. Uh, take and fill out your gratitude list and let put this in our prayer box today. Let us hold that in prayer. Then take extras home for you for your gratitude gathering on Thanksgiving and allow others to write on what they're grateful for and then share it with each other. Share it with each other. You got that? I love you, I bless you, and I behold the living presence of the divine within you. And so it is, and I am grateful for you. Amen. I'm Dane Stauffer, and I am so grateful to be here. <laughs> I'm just making music. I love it.
In the sweet light of the morning When the sun begins to shine I was awakened by some singing Of birds just flying by Now they was telling one another Today will be a good day I'm gonna make it that way I got myself up to greet the day Thank the good Lord for what he made Made my bed up, got myself some coffee Read the newspaper to see what they had to say And now whether it's good news or just blues Today will be a good day I'm gonna make it that way I'm gonna be a good day Yes, a good day It's gonna be a good day I'm gonna make it that way Oh, a good day A good day I'm gonna make it that way And now whether it's just blues Or good news Today will be a good day I'm gonna make it that way. Hey, come on, Lori. I've seen heaven, I've been through hell So many stories I could tell Live my best, honor my God I picked a long life, I know a lot Yes, I know a lot I know, I know a lot Gonna spread the good news Gonna spread the good news Lord knows I've paid my dues Yes, today is a big day I'm gonna make it that way I wouldn't have it any other way. 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 Yes, today is gonna be a good day.
it's a good day. It's a really good day. Woo! A really good day, Diane. Before we ask the ushers to come down, I have a quick shout out. Thank you, Reverend Pat, for introducing and carrying on the discussion about our Way of Gratitude book group. I want to thank the facilitators who stepped in to take those groups. There was John and Marie Pettingill, there was Casty Meeks, Tammy and Bill, Wendy, and I had a couple, and there were probably 75 or so people total in the book group these last seven weeks. So if you're here today or coming in live stream, I don't know how we'll see you, but we honor you, and you were one of those who was part of the book group, could you just stand up? Come on. Come on. Stand up. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It was a blessing to be part of the groups. It's a blessing to have really gotten into that. And what I found interesting was a number of people came up and said, I couldn't do the book group, but I loved the book. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to do it as well and again. And now it is time for us to step into that place of blessing, that place of giving and receiving. So I ask the ushers to come down. And at this moment in time, consider how you would give and how you give to Unity Minneapolis. We know how we do this for volunteering our time and our, and our talent. It's now time to return of our treasure. There are multiple ways to do that. We have our offering baskets that will go um, around the sanctuary. Online, you can do that um, at unityminneapolis.forward/slash/donate. Always get the forwards and the backwards mixed up. Or the QR code. There are offerings in the pews in front of you. I would encourage you to open your heart and know what is yours to do to return back to source, to this community as a representation of source, where we can then, in fact, return back again into the community. It is a blessing to give and then to receive, and we do both here. So thank you for your gifts in advance, and thank you for your energy and for your blessings. So now if you would join me as we say together our offertory blessing. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And so it is. Thank you.
So we take a moment and we bless these gifts. We bless all the gifts that's been received this week. And we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. This Wednesday evening, 6.30, we have communion service with the elements. That's at 6.30, and then following a simple supper, please come back and let's celebrate community. Michael Showalter, our treasurer of our board of trustees, has an announcement. In 1785, Benjamin Franklin announced a new invention called the double spectacle. This life-changing invention allowed a person to see both what was right in front of them and what was out there, their destination. That invention was renamed 39 years later to what I have here in my hand called the bifocal. And bifocals allow me to see what's right here and allow me to see out there at the same time. You need both to go through life. And just like I need bifocals to get by, organizations need bifocal vision. Organizations need to be able to secure their future as well as operate the ministry that's right in front of them today. Now, we've talked a lot in the last few months about our vision, about our all-in campaign and how important it is to securing our future. And we have to continue to build our capability electronically. We have to build out our space to meet our future needs in this ministry, and that's very important. But today, I'd like to use the other half of the bifocal and look at what's right here, what's right in front of us. Namely, it's this time of year, every year, that we kick off our annual year-end giving campaign. Now, I'd like to give you a treasurer fun fact. Now, mind you, there's like Dane and Lori fun, all in fun, and then there's like what the average person calls fun, and then there's a treasurer fun fact, okay? So just keep the expectations real. Um, you know, in our budget, we fully project one-third of our full budget, annual budget, comes in in the last two months of the year, in November and December. So that's roughly $350,000 that we expect on a $1.1 million budget, okay? So one-third in the last two months of the year. So four months' worth of income we expect in the last two months of the year. And we do that every year, okay? So you can think of it a little bit like retail. You really need a good holiday season to meet your annual budget, okay? <laughs> so our budgeting includes this annual year-end giving campaign, which allows us to achieve our mission right now today to inspire and empower full expression of the divine within you. And it's such an important mission. Changing the outside, changing the world is necessary, but it is 100% insufficient. To create lasting change, to fully realize the divine is you, is what transforms the world. You make that happen. You make it happen. Now, I too sometimes wish there was someone else. I get that feeling. 
I understand that. But there isn't. It's up to you. Now, going back to the bifocals. We see the destination, and we need to see close enough to see what the next steps are. Yes, we need to secure our future, the all-in campaign, and we need to use the other half of the bifocal to accomplish what's right in front of us. So, as the Spirit moves you to do so, I invite you to give to this year's annual year-end giving campaign. I thank you in advance for your part in expressing the divine that is you. And I invite you to experience, if you never have, not being an egoic person who's generous, but being the spirit of generosity. Spirit as you. Join us, join all of us in transforming the world one life at a time. Be an integral part of that transformed life for today and for tomorrow. Thank you. I understood that, Michael, very well. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't know if there's children out there or not, but let's stand. There are Cassidy Meeks, our Youth and Family Ministry Director. Well, yes, right here. Yep. Oh, so kind of you to stand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to tell you that we had a fabulous retreat with our, uh, with our Uniteens last weekend. I got the opportunity to go with Tammy all the way to Indiana. Talk about a 10-hour drive in a 12-passenger van. We did it there and back, and those kids experienced the power of transformation that Michael just talked about and feeling completely loved and accepted. And that is what we do here in our youth and family ministry. We help kids know the truth that they are divine spirits having this human experience. And so we invite you to come to the youth and family ministry and check out what we're doing. We have lots of cool stuff planned this holiday season, including an art class that's going to start December 1st for our kids from 6 to 11. It's going to be upstairs and we're going to do winter crafts. Um, with all the different types of celebrations that happen this time of year. So not just Christmas, but also Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and Yule. So check that out. We've also got our family holiday party. Anyone with kids, grandkids, bring them on Saturday, December 3rd. There's going to be more stuff on the website and a mailing going out, but I just want you to know we've got lots of fun stuff planned. So, And, of course, at 1130, we will see your families. Thank you, Cassidy. Thank you. In our, I invite our ministers to the platform as we know our prayer for protection and our peace song. So together we know that, and guests, 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 we are so grateful you're with us today. If you're one of our guests today, don't be strangers. Come back often, okay? Together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is swell. Now there is peace on earth and it has begun with me. Now there is peace on earth, the peace that was meant to be.
with God as our creator, family all are we. Let us walk with each other in perfect harmony. Now peace begins with me. Let this be the moment now. With every step I take, let this be the joyous vow to take each moment and live each moment peace eternally. Now there is peace on earth and it has begun with me. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as an elephant's eye. And it looks like it's rising clear up to the sky oh what a beautiful morning oh what a beautiful day i've got a beautiful feeling everything's going my way all the cattle are standing like statues all the cattle are standing like statues they don't turn their heads as they see me pass by but a little brown maverick is winking its eye oh what a beautiful morning oh what a beautiful day i've got a beautiful feeling everything's going my of the earth are like music all the sounds of the earth are like music breeze is so busy it don't miss a tree and an old weeping willow is laughing at me oh what a beautiful morning oh what a beautiful day i've got a beautiful feeling Everything's going my way. Everything's beautiful day. Come on, giddy up. <laughs>